Get Sleepy is a production of Slumber Studios and is made possible thanks to the generous support of our sponsors and premium members. If you'd like to listen ad-free and access weekly bonus episodes, extra long stories, and our entire back catalogue, you can try out Premium free for seven days by following the link in the episode notes. Now, a quick word from our sponsors. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to Get Sleepy, where we listen we relax, and we get sleepy. I'm your host, Thomas. Thank you for joining me here. How wonderful to speak to you on a Thursday, here on the Get Sleepy public feed. Remember that tonight we're releasing this full series as one long play episode on the premium feed. So if you'd like to find out more, and try it out with a free trial for the first seven days, go to getsleepy.com support. But if you're staying here, then in a moment we'll begin the final part of our adventure in the Philippines. You'll stay at a lovely hotel and enjoy relaxing boat trips, as well as a swim in the beautiful pristine blue ocean. Let's take a little time to relax both our minds and bodies. Snuggle into your bed and get comfortable. Now focus your mind on your feet and toes and allow them to relax. Then, slowly move upwards to your ankles, your shins, and your thighs. Relax those muscles too. Feel them soften as though they're melting into the mattress. Continue this process as you move up your body. Relax your stomach, your chest, and your shoulders. 
then continue down your arms, your hands, and your fingers. Let go of any tension. Relax your neck, once again feeling the tension flow out. Then focus on your face, relaxing the corners of your mouth, the space between your eyebrows, and your forehead. Breathe in and out, and relax. Now, let's return to the Philippines for the final chapter of your trip. You are on the island of Palawan in the western Philippines. Earlier today, you travelled to a seaside village. You went on a boat trip and visited the world's longest underground river inside a vast cave. It was an incredible experience. You felt like you'd traveled back in time, and you had a sense of peace and understanding, and even greater respect for nature and all her mysteries. You have just left that wonderful cave. Now, your guide is walking with you back through a small section of rainforest towards your boat. You and your guide tread quietly through the trees. The sounds of evening songbirds come from the branches above. One of the monkeys you saw earlier is sitting on a log nearby, chewing on a piece of fruit. He watches as you walk past, relaxing on his seat. The monkey has nowhere to be and no worries. And he has a peaceful evening to look forward to. You are the last of the guests visiting his home for today. Once he's finished his snack, He'll climb up the nearest tree trunk and settle in his favorite spot to watch the sunset across the ocean. 
you come out onto the sandy beach where the bunker boat is waiting for you. After slipping off your shoes, you and your guide paddle into the warm, crystal clear sea. The water is shallow and glistens around your ankles in the late afternoon sun. Twilight is approaching. The driver of the boat lowers the small ladder for you to climb. He tells you that you'll be able to watch the sunset as he takes you back to the mainland. Once you're up the ladder, you turn to help your guide onto the boat. He thanks you and shakes the hand of the boat driver. They tell you that they are old friends. Their mothers knew one another, and the men are still neighbors. They treat each other's children as their own. You're happy to be on a trip with these two, as they share stories and laugh with each other. They never leave you out of the jokes, and they teach you words in their language which you can use on your trip. The sky is turning from a deep blue to pink. The chatter quietens as the three of you gaze at the changing colors. The sun has dipped so low in the sky without you even noticing. The round orb seems bigger than you've ever seen it before and is reflected on the ocean. The driver turns the engine off. The only sounds you can hear are the waves lapping at the sides of the boat as it sways gently. The three of you enjoy this peaceful moment. Slowly, the pink sky darkens, turning to purple, and then to an intense red. The sea meets the sky at the horizon, and it feels as if it's just the three of you sitting at the edge of the world. Heaven might look something like this, you think. As the sun sinks below the horizon, the sky goes dark. Gradually, stars begin to appear. The driver turns the engine of the boat back on, and you zip across the water. A cool breeze blows around your face 
and you close your eyes, feeling the wind rustle your clothes. You bend over the edge of the boat and let your arm dangle. Your hand skims across the surface of the water. It's cool and refreshing, and you make patterns with your fingers. Looking up at the sky, you see it is now completely filled with stars. A comet flies across, and you close your eyes to make a wish. You don't want to ever forget this moment and this reminder of how magical the world really is. How fortunate you are to have an experience like this. Soon enough, you are back at the docks on the mainland. You thank your driver and guide with warm handshakes. They're pleased you had such a positive experience, and they hope you'll visit again. After they wave you off, you find the taxi that will take you to the hotel. Once you're back in your room, you switch on the overhead fan. It begins to whir and spin, sending a cool breeze onto the bed beneath it. You open one of the windows so that you can feel and smell the fresh air. Then, You splash your face with cool water in the bathroom and change into your bedclothes. They are loose and soft. You climb into the large bed and feel the familiar softness of the pillows beneath your head, like marshmallows. Your mind drifts back to the cave and the incredible depths you journeyed to inside that ancient mountain. It's amazing to think that the cave was unexplored for thousands of years, and the streams that led off into the depths of the mountain are inaccessible to human beings. There are places that only animals can explore. As you think about the cave, you drift off into a deep sleep. You dream you are back on the boat, exploring more areas of the cave. The ceiling is covered in stars, like the ones you saw this evening. 
they light your path so that you can see where you are going. The boat glides across the water. You seem to be able to maneuver it this way and that, using only your thoughts. So you lie back with your hands behind your head, and you let the boat drift along through the different canals while watching the stars twinkle above you. There goes a comet. It's like a show has been put on just for you in your dreams. The next morning, you are awoken gently from your dreams and your deep slumber. A bird swoops down from a nearby tree and lands on your windowsill. He begins to sing the sweetest of morning songs, serenading you. You open your eyes. The morning sunlight spreads across the floor towards your bed. Peering out the window, you see the bird. Covered in blue feathers, he even has a blue bill. He has a long tail and a slight crest on his back. You watch the little blue bird finish his song before flying away. Then you stretch and sit up. You can hear the sounds of early morning preparations coming from the kitchen downstairs. You're looking forward to breakfast before moving on to your next destination. Once you're washed and dressed, you head downstairs to the small dining room. There are a couple of other guests staying at the hotel, an older married couple and a young family. You bid everyone in the room a good morning. They respond warmly in both English and Tagalog, the language that is commonly used in this part of the Philippines. You sit at a table near the window. From here, you can watch everything that's going on outside in the quiet street. People are heading off to work while children are on their way to school. A bakery is open down the road, selling delicious pandasal. They're the small and rather sweet bread rolls 
you tried on your first morning in Manila a few days ago. You watch the baker put half a dozen rolls into a paper bag for his first customer. A moment later, a man approaches your table and shakes your hand. He is the co-owner of the hotel, and he's been looking forward to meeting you. His name is Raymond. As you chat, you tell him that the bed in your room is the most comfortable you think you've ever slept on. He's happy to hear this. Then you tell him about the bird you saw this morning. You've never seen one like it. When you describe the bird, Raymond says that it must have been a blue paradise flycatcher. It turns out he has a lot of knowledge on the subject of birds. He's an advocate for the area and its tourism, and he's a member of the local council. He tells you that Puerto Princesa is widely thought to be the bird capital of the Philippines. The city has so many different types of birds, many of which can only be found in this region. Each year, the city holds an international competition of bird photography as part of a biodiversity festival. Raymond gives you a leaflet on the festival, as it's happening in the not-too-distant future. If you can, you should return here to check it out, and he'd be more than happy to host you, of course. Intrigued, you take the leaflet. Maybe you'll get into birdwatching one day. And what better place to start than in the bird capital of the country? For breakfast, Raymond suggests you try the popular tocino, or sweetened pork strips, glazed with syrup. The dish is served with eggs sunny side up, and fried garlic rice and it's the perfect meal before a long trip. There are lots of other tempting options too, including eggplant omelettes and rice cakes made with coconut milk. Once you've enjoyed a leisurely breakfast, you're ready to set off. As you check out of the hotel, you shake Raymond's hand and tell him you hope to be back soon for the festival. He says that he'll have your room ready 
for your return. Today, you are traveling by minivan to your next destination, a place called El Nido. It is about a five-hour drive. There, you are going to go island hopping. El Nido is a collection of beautiful, small islands famous for their white sands, clear blue waters, palm trees, and the most stunning displays of tropical nature. Climbing into the minivan, you are pleasantly surprised by how spacious it is. You settle in comfortably for the journey. As you drive, you pass miles and miles of rainforest. After the recent rain, the scent of the trees and the soil is clean and pure. The road is quiet and winds through small towns and villages. You pass shops and places to eat. Your driver says you could buy food to take with you once you get a bit closer to your destination. He knows a good spot. Later, you stop by a little stall on the side of a quiet road. It overlooks a beautiful cove and sells wonderful varieties of clams, mussels, and oysters, all freshly caught from that very cove this morning. The colors of the shells are wonderful greens and greys. Some are even multicolored when held up in the sunlight. You've never seen such an abundance of freshly caught shellfish. The sizes of the shells range from tiny to the length of your hand. The woman who owns the stall bags up a portion for you. Then you get back in the minivan and continue your journey. You're getting closer to your destination now, and you feel excited at what the rest of the day holds for you. The last leg of your journey takes you on a slow descent along a winding road with trees on either side. Here and there, you spot houses among the trees. You see chickens and the occasional pig lounging in the shade or munching on their favorite food and there are people cooking, clearing space in long grass, 
or lounging on hammocks tied between trees. Finally, you reach your destination. It's a small resort hidden from the road and situated on an incredibly private beach. On the sand is a rustic bar with chairs and hammocks. Your accommodation is a small building over to one side. You even have your own garden leading up to your front door. After you've checked in and placed the bag of shellfish in a cool, covered area, you get ready for the excursion. At the end of the pier, a boat waits for you and a few other guests. You are all greeted warmly by the boat's crew and given life jackets just as a precaution. The boat is similar to the one you took to reach the underground river, but bigger. It is wooden and painted blue. There are stabilizers made from long cuts of bamboo on either side, which skim the water's surface as you begin your journey. Your guide for today stands at the front of the boat and introduces himself. His name is Harvey, and he'll be showing you around the islands of El Nido. First, you will pass Turtle Island. As the name suggests, this is where turtles lay their eggs each year. People are not allowed on this island, as it is protected. It's a safe haven for wildlife, not to be disturbed. Harvey says that next to Turtle Island is a rock formation that resembles a turtle and its shell. He points, and over to the left, you see a small island with a beach and palm trees. Next to it is the rock formation, and it really does look just like a turtle. As you sit on the boat, you can't help but gaze into the water below. The shimmering blue depths are mesmerizing. The water is so clean and fresh and with the sun hot and high in the sky above, you want to dive right in. Something catches your eye moving in the water. You focus on it as it comes closer to the surface. 
then you realize, with a spark of joy spreading through your chest, that a big turtle is swimming right past the boat. Its shell is a beautiful orange patterned with black lines, and its legs swish through the water. You've never seen anything so wonderful so close up. What an amazing thing to see a wild turtle swimming freely in its natural habitat. You look around to see if anyone else has noticed. The whole boat is watching silently as this majestic creature swims past, and then continues on its journey. Once the turtle has disappeared, the boat remains quiet. It seems no one here is taking this special moment for granted. You think about how magical our planet really is, and how many gifts we have to take care of. Seeing the turtle was an honor, and a reminder of just how lucky you are to be here. Your first stop is a section of cliffs that stick up out of the sea. The water runs around the cliffs in narrow passageways. From here, you can disembark onto a kayak if you wish to explore. You may go with a partner, a member of the boat crew, or alone. For this little adventure, you would like to go alone. Being your own guide means that there is no pre-planned route to follow. Instead, you'll explore as you go. This feels quite exciting. Your boat anchors close to a sort of island made up of kayaks and floats. A man on one of the floats climbs into a kayak, and using a rope, he brings the other kayaks over for your expedition group. You climb down a ladder over the edge of the boat. Your kayak is held steady on the water, so you can step into it and then sit down. Harvey gives you a paddle and asks if you feel ready. You do. The sea is very calm and you are eager to begin exploring. Harvey gently pushes you off 
and says you can take your time. When you are ready to return, they will be there to help you back on board. With the double-ended paddle, you steer your kayak towards the cliffs. You push with your left arm, then your right, slicing the ends of the paddle through the water and propelling yourself forwards. As you approach the first two cliffs, you look down and see how the water gets lighter as it becomes shallower. You move past the giant rocks, dwarfed by their size. Apart from the splash of the paddle, all sounds disappear. It's just you gliding down a passageway between two glorious cliffs. They are covered in trees and foliage, lusciously green and beautiful. The air is the freshest you've ever breathed. As you head further in, you hear the sounds of the others entering the passageway behind you. You keep rowing before spotting a narrower passageway of water that could easily be missed. It runs through a gap between the two cliffs on your left. You turn your kayak so it's pointing in the right direction and paddle down the long passageway. When you reach the end, you come out into a natural pool. There's no one else here. Cliffs surround the pool, so it's totally private. The water is so clean and clear, you cannot wait any longer. You place your paddle safely in the kayak and shift around so your legs dangle over the side. Then you ease yourself into the water. It's so refreshing and so cool on your skin. The light sparkles off the surface as you float on your back, light as a feather. This pool is a secret slice of heaven that only you have discovered. The temperature couldn't be more perfect. The sun warms your skin, while the water beneath keeps you cool. 
spots of shade are provided by the ancient cliffs. They stand guard up above, enclosing you in a circle of safety. You feel like you could lie here forever. Slowly, you turn, the gentle waves beneath you massaging your back. The rhythmic, rippling water eases the tension in your shoulders. Pure bliss you think, and you know that this will be one of your most treasured memories from your journey through the Philippines.